a lot of sand. The a lot of it's like sand, reddish sand. There's a ledge next to me. I don't know if I should call it sandstone, but it's uh, same color as the sand. It's almost like an overlook that I'm standing under, very desert-like. Mm-hmm. For yourself, do you feel like you have a body? Yes. Look down at your feet. How many toes do you have? There's five. It's cloth, sandals, obviously handmade, toe ring. Look at your hands. How many fingers do you have? Five. What color is your skin tone? Normal, uh, beige, white. What are you wearing as far as clothing? Like a tunic with a, like almost cut off leggings, like right below the, leggings. they're cut off right below the knee, pretty frayed. Are you carrying anything with you? Like a bag over my shoulder, a sling type thing. Uh, do you feel female or male? Female. Let's look within this bag, you're able to see and sense everything within it. What's inside of it? Scrolls, maybe a map, map. And then there's other scrolls in there or something else. I'm not quite sure what to make. Feels like crystalline energy. What's inside feels like crystalline energy or the experience? Yeah, what's inside the bag? There's a feels like a crystal, like a one that's meant to be used for finding direction. It feels crystalline, looks crystalline, but it's reading like a compass, like a widget or something. Something I use to find direction with. That plus the map. Those are my. Those are the key things in there. Let's keep moving around within the space. Let's see why you're here. What do you feel you're doing here? It feels like I'm trying to anchor, anchor energy. I'm checking in. Grid work. Keep moving around. Pretty desolate. Space. Pretty desolate. There's not really anything around. I brought myself to this point so that I could feel into it. I could try to raise the frequency. Like I'm moving across the map to different points on the planet and anchoring in. And this is one of them, and it's pretty far out, pretty desolate. Took a lot to get here. Tell me more. I about feel a lot of sacrifice. A lot of sacrifice. I'm alone, and at this point, no companion or anything. It's been a long journey. Keep moving the scene along and keep describing everything that's happening. I'm seeing like a tube of light coming up around me. I've got the crystal compass now floating above my head. Around my star chakra. Almost like I'm anchoring into something under the ground. There's just crystal there. There's crystal there. Very white, very um feels like selenite. It's like I'm becoming one with it and pulling the energy up through the earth. I just turn into a white beam of light that just shoots up and I'm just holding it. Eyes clear. There were some clouds, but once I started anchoring the light and they pushed away. Being uh listening to green like the trees are just coming up out of nowhere. Hearing flowing water, smell smell flowers. I see all different types of flowers. It's uh things, yellows, like there's a whole forest looming around me. What was an abyss? Starting to hear birds, squirrels, chipmunks, or things just running. You can hear them rustling. It almost feels like a snow white moment, honestly wildlife all around now and the light's fading around me and it's like it's leaking into the ground and it's manifesting all of these things around me and now I'm able to interact with them I'm seeing more color come into myself too blue blue shining through my skin like underneath my skin even the bag I was carrying it's now like a royal blue spreading out further and further the landscape's completely different now the overlook is still there. There's a spot where there's a water, water starting to fall off the side of it, merging with this little bit of stream that was starting to form. It's all growing. It's growing into this beautiful waterfall. I'm watching it 
just like time's going by really fast, expands, it becomes this oasis, waterfall oasis, everything's grown in and vines, the cave behind the waterfall now, lots of crystalline light coming out of it, getting pulled towards the waterfall and the cave of it. Go ahead and go towards that direction and tell me. Once more, keep telling me what you're sensing and seeing. Walking through water now, it's pretty shallow, further down from the waterfall crossing over. Going up under the lookout that I originally saw, which is now completely different looking. Walking underneath the lookout into the cave, the waterfall is in front of it, so I can actually walk behind it. The closer I get to the cave, it doesn't feel very good, honestly. Um, I'm hearing chains clinking and like metal grinding. That feels off. I don't really like it so much. I'm just standing outside the cave right now, just listening. Just keep moving time and keep describing everything you're sensing and seeing. I'm seeing uh, like a horse noises. Uh, they get frustrated. They stomp their, their feet and drag them. I'm hearing that, and I'm hearing the chain noises. I think myself unprotected, so I can walk in here. Can you say that again? You did what? So you could walk in there? Reminding myself I'm protected. Explaining everything. What do you do next? Uh, feels I'm having recognition now and definitely feeling a lot of sadness. Seeing like blue horse-like creature and then recognizing myself but it's not me at this point i'm observing blue horse-like creature chained up it's been a while um wounds around the ankles around the neck um pain around the middle it's it's like anchored down in this cave chains going to all these different corners they're starting to starting to break free with the light though it's almost like the energy i brought here it's changing everything it's freeing feels ancestral familiar like family it's not me, but it is. The chains are starting to melt. First creature runs free and goes into the waterfall. Just running up and down the water where the waterfall is and where the stream is. Free, feeling the water, smelling flowers, trees, fades. It's, it's the horse creature changes into like the blue energy, the royal blue. And then just floats into everything surrounding the area. The leaves and everything turn just a bit bluer. Now the forest is emerald sapphire mixture. Tell me more about this blue horse being. Is it able to release itself from the chains? The chains were released and um, shifted into blue energy. After running free, shifted into this blue energy that almost got absorbed into everything around it. Like just, it became one again. It was free, became part of everything again, instead of being locked up in that place. This is why I came here. I wasn't the only one like this. Like, essence dropped away. I showed up with this map and crystal anchored in energy, and it just created this whole chain reaction where the mountain opened up, or the overlook opened up, and chains were able to melt. The light was able to get in, and the being was freed, and it just descended out of its physical body at that point, became energy, and went right back where it wanted to be part of the earth. Very beautiful. Thank you. Keep moving the scene along and see if there's anything else of importance that stands out. No, nothing else is coming up. Everything's at peace now. Beautiful, beautiful. Let's go back in time, back in time to before this blue horse became chained in this cave, before that happened. We're there now in that time and space before. You tell me what you see and sense what's going on. How did it end up in that situation? Being a lot more of this blue forest, it's super, it's even bluer than the 
where I just was so blue. It's amazing how many different shades there are. It feels like there's land above and below me, where it's like a cave I'm walking through, but everything is still very blue. I'm hearing hoofs hitting the ground as I'm moving, how peaceful it's a uh, light. I'm, I'm actually in the horse form this time. Look down, I see golden horse legs, the most purple horseshoes. I do have like a torso. It's like a, it's strange. It's got some, it's, it's almost like a centaur, but the, the facial structure is not very human. It's more, it's more horse, it's more animal. There's arms, hair going up. I look like a male this time. Feel like a male this time. I'm concerned. There's a darkness coming through that wasn't there before. Where's the darkness coming from? Almost this energy coming in. I don't understand what it is. There's people, there's more entities like me, more horse people. I'm asking them to flee. I'm asking them to hide. I don't know what it is. It's almost just like a black cylindrical energy. Maybe a ship. It's got this like cloud around. It's like that's like emitting these fumes that everything is shrinking away from. Nothing I've ever seen before. I don't want to be by it. Almost like these pains are sh- like start shooting out. It was right into my heart and locks on. Didn't know to protect. You can hear this neighing, like yelling and hoofs everywhere. I'm seeing like big flashes of uh, royal blue light as, as uh, energy releases. People are trying to protect themselves. They don't know what's happening. These changes keep coming out and eventually I get pulled in. Not the only one like wrapped around the inside of the field guy. It's like uh, like wraps around like heart or my spine and like locks in little spikes, like this massive egg generator type thing in the middle of the room. It's like see me and my people. There's like a bunch of us circled around it. We're not able to get to each other. There's like this force field or something. We're not, it hurts when we try. We can see each other and we're all connected to this thing in the middle of the room using us for energy. Can you tell me more about what this thing looks like? It's like a big egg. It's got like this, uh, like an opal, but a dark one. Like it looks like it looks like an opal. There's like dark edges to it. So it's like, and every time another horse gets added or another person, I wish I had a better name. Um, The more that gets added to it, the brighter and bigger it gets. It kind of like pushes out and makes the space bigger like the structure that we're in gets bigger more energy it gets like this ship that we're in structure that we're in turns into just like massive metropolis the more that it feeds keeps expanding and expanding more and more rooms and corridors all you can hear is just just deafening misery hunger cold desperation not wanting to be there anymore not knowing what's going on, it's feeding on us, it's using us, using our power. Do you we still... didn't know to protect. Go ahead. Go ahead. We didn't know to protect from this. You didn't know to protect yourself? We didn't know. Mm-hmm. We didn't know this existed. And as it's feeding off you, do you still stay in those centaur type of bodies? Does anything change within you? Well, I'm like stuck in it. I become uh, less blue. It's more of a true centaur now. Like what? We've seen with the brown horse colors. It drains all of the all of the blue out, all of the of light source draining it. And as it does that, we become more brown and more humanoid looking. The horse structure, the faces and things fades. Like we become denser. I'm denser and being it like a become become so dense that we 
get to the point where we can be removed from the ship. That's where these caverns that got sealed up come into play. Once they, once we get to this point where all the blue is gone, they put us in these cage, or these caves with still the shackles. Like so now the shackles are still connected. It connects them to these different points. It gives them access to these points. It's almost like they're using us as portals, access places they wouldn't be able to access. Out. Keep moving the scene along to see if there's anything else that happens of importance. I am getting that it's not a practice that's being used anymore, mostly because it's hard to find these creatures. It's an old practice. Do you, do you mean the practice of what they're doing to you, or what practice? Yeah, practice of what they're doing to me. It's an old one. Mm-hmm. They found better ways to go about it, easier ways. So keep you in from the perspective of this uh, blue horse centaur being... And then move forward to that time and space when a female version comes and assists this blue horse. Tell me what that's like when you see the female coming in to the cave. It's a immense recognition. We recognize each other as one and the same. Like a completion of a, a life purpose, a quest, a mission. I was supposed to go back in the female form and, and heal this and anchor in and free this masculine aspect it's beautiful beautiful but once the transformation happens and everything starts turning blue again you mentioned of this one blue horse what about the other centaur beings that were there that were also contained what happens to them they turn into that blue energy that spreads they um they were put into their own caves and seeing it as a, a journey like they also were given the opportunity to come back and and free this portion of themselves. Fortunately, it looks like it's just something that they have to do themselves. I didn't see anything happen to any of the other blue centaurs when the one that I found in the cave turned into blue light. It was just that one. I understand. Okay, thank you for clarifying that. And tell me, so you mentioned that this blue energy merges, uh, that this blue energy merges with the space. And what else? Um, so explain to me exactly what happens to the centaur besides this blue centaur merging with the space. What is the purpose of that? Like the body is the the, the soul, the consciousness. Is, it just there's no use for the body anymore. It transforms. It's almost as I'm standing there. I just the body disappears into energy, but the, the soul, the creature, the horse creature, is still there. It's just not in a structure anymore. It's not in the physical structure anymore. It comes the light, and then it just lays in the trees and the water and everywhere because it just feels good. It just releases all the density. It's done with it now. It sends out of it. There's nothing more to learn. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. Let's go to another important time and space. So another important time and space, perhaps in another life. You're there now. Tell me what you see and sense now. What are you being shown of importance? Uh, pillars are starting to come through, like white. A lot of stairs. Like I'm looking up at a just massive building. I don't know if it's a courthouse. Like gold fringe. It's uh, very white, very gold. Ornamentals everywhere. It's almost radiating gold. Not all gold. Cobblestone. Dirty on the ground, like the paths. You can hear footsteps and shuffling across that rough cobblestone, but it looks like it was laid by the stone mason. There was effort put in here, but it's like that everywhere. All the buildings, mass, lots of effort, big, big building. I don't feel like they're super big in comparison to me. They're still big. Okay, you're so funny. Describe to me what you look like. Like a Roman garb, like a 
the sheet wrapped around me type thing, the toga, that type of situation. Crown of sorts, it's not really a crown, it's like this woven. It's having a hard time seeing what it's woven of. It's yellow. It almost feels like plant life, like something that I just sat and made. Similar light on flip-flop type shoes, seeming to be back in a five-fingered, five-footed body. I feel masculine again. Got a staff, like carved out of wood. There's a clear round glass crystal, and it's actually, the top of it looks like a bit of a snake head with some the crystal in its mouth, clear crystal. You can see the, the fangs kind of coming down around it. Half itself is knotted a little bit. It's not straight. It definitely seems like something I just carved a little bit at the top, but otherwise it was just naturally forming. Just carved it to fit this crystal in there. If I look at my crystal, it seems like I can see something through that. A rainbow right now. As I started looking at it, I was drawn to the attention to the top of the buildings, these big buildings that are surrounding me. Like at the top of each one, there's another one of these crystals. And it wasn't until I looked into the one in my staff that I realized that they're all connected. You can see like these rays connecting to each other. This herd Lemurian, Atlantis, buildings are pulling energy in. I'm grounding into the energy by holding onto the staff with the crystal on the top of it. This Atlantean energy. Looks like a courthouse in front of me. I'm going up the stairs now. This is the first building that I saw that was starting to come into view with the pillars. This is the courthouse now that I can, like, at least it looks like one. Like, as I walk in, it's like a lot of seating. Big open areas. It does remind me a bit of just a Roman setup. Caesar days, ironically. Having an aha moment. having an aha moment. She just named her puppy Caesar. Yeah, I'm in there. I'm seeing a young woman. Like, I kind of go in and it's full. There's it's full of people. They do see very they do seem very large. Seven, eight feet. Everyone's very big. There's a woman, obviously very passionately speaking, and I've recognized this because I've dreamed about her. I thought she was me in those dreams, feeling more like I was observing though and I didn't hear. I didn't hear in this time and place what she was saying. And I'm hearing now concerned. She's noticing a shift in energy. Feels like we need to start doing something differently. So this a woman Pointing to that you're seeing, she's talking to like a group of people? She's in front of a group of people. I was like, I'm now sitting and surrounded by all these other people, big people, like seven, eight foot people sitting on like stone. It's a, there's stone seats going all around mm -hmm. in a big circle. And she's in the middle of it. She walked in from with a light behind her. Walked in and all the seats, like an auditorium. She's pleading with everybody in the room to hear what she's saying. She's, she saw something that just wasn't right. Negative energy, kind of like a similar experience to blue horses. Something shook her. She, she saw something and she's trying to explain it. It's darkness and she just doesn't have the terminology for it. But it feels like a threat and she's trying to get people to listen to her. The people, and there are a little bit of people or many? It's at least a hundred. And these people, do they all look the same or do they have like the same type of humanoid or do they have any differences? There are differences. I see almost like a lion creature up at the top, just kind of laying down. He doesn't fit in the seat. There are different colored skins in attendance. The more I look, the more differences I see throughout the crowd. I'm seeing difference in the seating now. There's bigger seats and there's seats for like shorter people. A little bit of it. This is a gathering. You can hear it's, I don't know if it's dragon, griffin, phoenix, maybe all three. I don't know. I can just hear 
and uh, calling, like, bird calling, rumbling, like, uh, a little bit of growling, but it's not anything I'm afraid of, sounds that they're making. There's more and more flying entities starting to come in. This is tapping into the dreams that I've had. Tell me more about what this, this female that's speaking. Tell me more about what she looks like. Being blue again, I'm feeling aquatic, like uh, underwater. She feels aquatic. This isn't her usual form. She just took it to try to talk to us. She feels she's from the ocean. She saw something in the ocean, in the depths where we can't see. What did she see? Almost like this opening in the earth, deep down in the ocean. One day it was there. Darkness just started pouring out of it. Ships. It almost looks like an entry point uh, underground. She's seeing traffic. At least that's what it looks like. Traffic going in and out. This hole that opened up out of nowhere. Darkness. Just black, bad energy. And sound. There's this sound sonar type weapon. It's forcing everything to clear out from the area. Nothing wants to live around there anymore. Forced people away from it. It looks like over the span of a little bit of time, couple weeks those that have tried to get close have caught a glimpse of what looks like a a dome over this area now it's almost like push the water up so that could be this like space free from the water it's like colonizing start colonizing connections to just tunnels underneath where they drilled up from yeah the sonar is definitely it's very painful get anywhere near to get the close enough to see I'm seeing blood coming out of the noses of those who've tried to get close. I'm getting reports back that I'm sharing or that she's sharing. This is what she's trying to warn about. What's, what's the reaction? In of the, the water. Oh, go ahead. Continue. I'm seeing that this is in the water nearby Atlantis. She didn't have to come far to, to get here to talk to the council. She's saying it's right outside of Atlantis. What is the crowd's reaction? The people? Are there... Taking her seriously? Do they say anything? The flying creatures and like the the lion has wings. Okay. Um, it's a mixed reaction. The ones that are sitting, the more human people, no, they're not taking her seriously. I didn't I didn't take her seriously. The male that I am viewing from, I how could how could something like that exist? Everything was so wonderful around. Some of the more animalistic entities the dragons they knew they knew they knew she was right it's a colored skin the blue and the green colored skins have a little bit more animal structure to them feline feline structure a little bit of everything here but it seems like the ones that have more primal essence are more willing to understand and listen because they've been feeling something similar they just haven't seen it but the more human no they uh didn't take it seriously. So after she's done delivering the message, tell me what happens. What happens with this crowd? What's being shown to you next of importance? This ties into right about at this point was when I, I think I fast forward a little bit, but I jumped to the sky just breaking open. It's like everything's just imploding on itself. It starts off with these white, almost looks like cords that are shooting up from Atlantis into the sky, white cords everywhere. It's like I broke down, um, see the cracks in the structure, and every crack shoots another beam of light up into the sky. And eventually it becomes this blinding white ball, and then it just blips out. And it was their warning not far before 
everything started imploding. I didn't understand that there was a connection. Giant white flash of light and it's just gone. There's definitely people here at this point. Not as many, but there were quite a few. They were lost. And the one that I presently, he was part of that. He was lost. And listen. You said he was part of what? He was part of the, those that was lost. I, I can see my, I can see myself standing and watching everything ignite. One second there, one second not gone within the white explosion that used to be Atlantis. I didn't go to the tunnels. I didn't listen. I stayed and I perished there. Okay, so those who went to the tunnels did not vanish with that crack in the sky. No, they were safe. Some went to the sky. I'm seeing some going to the sky, too. Seeing them in the clouds, moving on, seeing... It's mostly just people I'm seeing here at the end. I'm not seeing a lot of the more primal animalistic. I'm not hearing the dragons in the sky. I'm not hearing what I think are griffin, phoenix. I'm not hearing any of that anymore. It's just, just the few of us, or the, those of us left that didn't flee, didn't listen. It so, also yeah. looks like some of us were holding ground trying to I was trying to because I did realize here at the end I was trying to do what I could to hold ground it's interesting because if I look around there's people there but they're we're kind of spaced out it's like we're trying to create grids of energy with just our physical being to hold on to Atlantis it's just too late collective was in a different place tell me what that was like when um that what opened up in the sky and you could say was it like it sucked everyone out from the surface or did it erase them? How, how, can you explain further what that was? It wasn't necessarily the sky opening. It was almost like Atlantis itself from its core underground started cracking. And these cracks came up through the buildings and you see this bright white light through every one of the cracks. It's, it came from underground all over Atlantis. And then it was like this just energy from underground just bloated. It just erupted up through the cracks that it formed through Atlantis. And then it just exploded. It was from underground. Got it. Thank you. And, and you asked this male who did listen, but at the end realized that what this, um, the first, uh, the aquatic female and then the other beings who listened um you as this last as this being feeling this at this very last moment before tell me what happens to you exactly when this um everything implodes it's almost like i just get i don't have a good word for it so i'm just going to use fractal but um it's almost like i just explode out into hundreds thousands of pieces i'm still there i just see this haze like this cloud of energy and it's me, but it's all just little pieces and dissipate into the air and like go into all these different places. I'm not gone. I just turn into this like blanket of energy that absorbs into everything around. It's just silent. It's almost like just in this endless white space floating there. The devastation is just so much that it's just, I'm, I'm like floating. There's nowhere to anchor in the moment. I just kind of float for a while. Do you stay there or do you ever move out of this? Stay there for a long time. Feel a lot of responsibility for not listening. Maybe maybe things would have gone differently if four of us had listened. I stay there a, a long time. At some point, I uh, I am starting to see that I make a decision to try to help again. I didn't listen. Things got really bad. I wanted to come back and help. I stayed there until I decided to come back to help until I could see a way 
to come back and help. What happened? Once you make that decision, what happens to you? How do you come back? I see a womb space. I chose to incarnate. I chose to come back and start incarnating. I chose to start working the process to get myself to the level that I needed to be at, be on the planet the way that it was. Don't like it at all. Feels gross. Takes a long time. Give up a lot. And I don't really have a whole heck of a, but I'm not seeing much more. I had to forget so much. Just gets me to the point where I'm forgetting, choosing to forget, choosing to take on the densities. Promising myself I'll be there for however long it takes. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Um, it's such an um, honor to be speaking to you. You showed us today two very, very important lives, uh, memories. Now, may I ask questions about them? Thank you. Well, I love you, honor you, and respect you for all the aid you've given us today. And I know that you hold all the records of her life, so I'm going to ask questions now. So first of all, you took her to that life where she was this female version that came and assisted these blue centaur beings that were locked away by this dark opal, compromised opal um, type of egg thing that then had um, chained them all and was siphoning their energy. Can you tell us why did you take her there? What did you want her to learn from that memory? She's always felt like she's chained. She actually has a tattoo on her right hip of Fenrir with chains around him. She needs to know that she's broken free from them. She needs to know that she did it herself. She needs to know that she's no longer encumbered by them. She's no longer encumbered by physical being that she's in. She is consciousness and a physical being. She is the awareness of self. She is not trapped. She's freed herself. She's been free. It's now. It has been. I also wanted her to see her people, her soul family. She's crying right now. She's crying. I wanted her to see her soul family. I wanted her to know that they are still alive. Some of them have survived and they have thrived. They've just been hiding because they were used so viciously. Her family is still there. She can still, she just has to choose to. Beautiful. Can we send some love, healing, source love, healing to those who are ready within those caves that are still chained up by this dark, would you call it technology, dark energy? What is it? This dark opal? It is a, it's a dark technology that feeds on their energy as a fuel source. And I know she called it an opal. Is it a crystal or is it just a technology? It's a technology. She was seeing energy that was pulling together in an egg shape mm-hmm. and it was reflecting in an opal-like way. It was energy she was seeing just condensed in a circle and it was being harnessed that way. Why the word generator, I pushed the word generator out to her because it really is just a circle of energy that's condensed and condensed and condensed in on itself. It has nuclear powers. It can run cities. And they were using a group of centaur people to fuel it. And they would just keep grabbing more and more and more. But eventually they couldn't find any anymore. So they went to different to gain energy. Is this technology still there in this place where this happened to these blue centaurs? It doesn't exist like this anymore. So has this uh, siphoning technology been removed from that space it has been removed beautiful all that's left was it removed all that's left is the healing healing herself because it's an internal process she had to go back to this aspect of herself and release it this is part of the internal mission 
of this group of people. They need to go back and heal themselves. And we send love to each and every one of them yes. on their internal journey. Good. We'll send love to them now so that they may do the same and free themselves. I remember this morning when I was doing my shields and um, one specific Lumerian um, word stuck out to me, the one that says, Vespida, which means free your spirit. A child gave to us Lumerian language, and um, yeah, it's very, I see now the freedom that is gained by freeing ourselves. Um, so good. If we could start healing for her on that, of that specific trauma that happened there. And then was this technology removed during her session or before her session? It's, it was gone before her session. So the only piece that was remaining was that she needed to recognize the healing she did for herself. That yeah. was the only connection that was tied to that. Thank you, higher self. And during her reading, she did have a reading right before we had, um, not right before, but yeah, sometime before this session. Did did we talk about a blue horse? Yes, blue we horse. did. We did. Okay, I remember. That doesn't you happen too often. By, by, you closed by telling, you telling her very quickly about a blue centaur running through a waterfall happily free mm. <laughs> and that was part of why i chose to bring this one forward <laughs> that brought me to tears thank you that's so beautiful <laughs> ah so i was seeing the the freedom you were seeing freeing herself mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh my gosh that means the world to me thank you for that sharing that it doesn't happen too often that i see these this blue centaur and um wow the magnificence of them we really have been talking about them in our series of the, the Antarctica and Tartaria series. So it's so important that you brought this further uh, benevolence of them as they've been portrayed negatively. Thank you. Okay. I myself had never seen them blue, <laughs> blue like that. So that's really beautiful how, at least in this example, they were blue and then they turn, then, you know, it, um, this version of her turn more like brown, how we know them. But go ahead. The brown centaur. A map recently the flat earth map and there's centaurs on these old maps and they're brown they're not blue mm -hmm. yes exactly they're anchor they're anchor points those are points where these beings were anchored in and these densities the energy signatures are still there they put them on the map because they always tell us they told us that part of what created everything here the part of what started everything the leeching of the energy from these beautiful blue centaur creatures and it turned them into these brown creatures which they were either anchored into caves or they were controlled and that's why we have these negative stories mm -hmm. thank you thank you for that thank you for that clarification uh, it adds on to what we have been speaking about them already so thank you higher self can we provide some kind of love light healing and releasement of this black magic sorcery on the lands of the flat earth and the rings as you know we've been talking about that can we provide um, any healing to that so that we can shift yes. and heal the earth okay thank you thank you let's start that now and i know we're going to call forth um more teams for you um to assist but just have a couple more questions here for this life um so so this place that she saw with the blue centaurs was that on earth or somewhere else it was on earth mm -hmm. so was the that example a certain um so there are some of the were they some of the locations that where some of these centaur beings were contained which are contained with chains okay 
the places where they were contained with chains was on earth. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing levels, time bands. I'm remembering you folding the piece of paper and just showing different, uh, all these levels of time existing on the, at the same point. Mm-hmm. So earth, Terra, it was in the same plane at one point in time that these blue centaurs existed. And we still do have them outside the walls in our earth. I don't see them in the skies, but we do still have them. They've existed in many, many, many times and places and still do, but more so in a higher dimensional energy, not in the physical form. And what do they exactly represent the centaurs to? Why why siphon the energies of the centaurs to begin this infringement for this example? Pure energy. It's almost like, you know, the majesty of unicorns or pegasus and even dragon energy. These are very pure beings. There's no darkness. There's just connection with the world around them. They're all one. There's no darkness. There's no fear. There's no, there's nothing lower frequency to them. They are just pure. They are a pure source that was unprotected, taken advantage of. Can we call forth on any uh, benevolent team to assist you higher self so we can start that healing so any archangels or any other benevolent beings who would you like to call forth upon archangel michael and um like to have saint germain to use his violet light that's it for now beautiful archangel michael and saint germain if you could start the process now with the higher self healing and transmuting what needs to be healed within these spaces and we honor and understand that some of these beings who may be tied to these centers who were contained then have to do their work to heal themselves and but here has began her work so thank you for that higher self and then as far as um healing filling in with love light and then also healing who would you like to call forth uh, for that we could call on, on any divine mother expression divine mother herself or uh, archangel Raphael or yeshua who would you like to call on i am mary magdalene i'd like to call forth on yeshua beautiful thank you mary magdalene as in higher self is mary magdalene or Yourself. Beautiful. Welcome, Mary Magdalene. I love you with all that I am. Thank love you. you. <laughs> love you as well. Go ahead and call forth on Yeshua. Now, with, let me speak to him now. Greetings. I'm your sister. Thank you, brother. Love you, honor you, and respect you. If you can now assist your beautiful twin flame, higher self, Mary Magdalene here, um, to start healing all the times in life and spaces where needs healing in regards to what has been shown through this specific life of the centaurs. Can you do that, Yeshua and, and team? Beautiful, thank you. Thank you for being here. Okay, higher self, um, can I call you Magdalene then? Yeah. Okay. Um, Magdalene, can you check? Um, okay, so now we're going to look at the at the life where she was in a temple, sacred temple, where there were beings of all races that were taller as well. And it felt like it was uh, Lumeria Atlantis. Someone, a female from the aquatic, was trying to warn them. Some listened, some didn't. Tell us, why did you show her that life? What was the purpose? What did you want her to learn from that? I wanted her to be validated in her closeness to marine life. She's always she's always been very connected to dolphins, whales. When she's been to Lake Erie, she's talked herself out of it, but she has seen mermaids and mermen playing in the water many a time. They're always there. She always sees them and she talks herself out of it, but they're real. They're real. The reason she picks up on them is because she 
promised herself she would never not listen again. And I wanted her to understand where that came from. She's also had this dream many times, and it was always from the perspective of the female speaking to the mermaid female, the aquatic female, speaking to everybody. It was, that was not her. She witnessed it. She needs to understand that there is a difference there. Um, having some emotions come up here, but there needs to balance those out. She needed to understand who she was and why she is so in tune with these aquatic people, why it's so important for her to be in tune. She also just picked up a crystal over the weekend, a Lemurian crystal, and it has a diamond in it. It is a bit of a portal into this energy. So it's been very prominent around her in her home right now. I also wanted to help her understand why she came back. She deals with a lot of guilt, a lot of guilt. And this is the root of it. I want her to understand why she came back. I want her to let go of this guilt. There's no need for it. She didn't cause these things to happen. She's come back. She's serving a bigger purpose now. She's anchoring into the grid. She's healing just like she did to save herself when she was a blue centaur trapped in a cave. She's doing it again. She's just doing it for the collective. I want her to understand what she's doing, why she's doing it, and that most importantly, she has no reason to doubt because she's already done it and doing it doesn't need to worry, doesn't need to feel disconnected. She feels disconnected because she's already embodying what she needs to embody. She perceives that as not hearing me. She's already heard me. She's already embodying me. Just needs to keep walking forward. Thank you, Higher Self. Thank you. Um, and I just have a couple questions about this life as well. That temple seemed very familiar. So it was an Atlantean temple. And um, I had recently been to the sacred temples, specifically um, Washington, D.C., these temples there. So sacred they are, um, they embody a lot of this energy. Are these sacred temples rooted to Atlantis or were they built after? These ones she saw were rooted to Atlantis, but energetically they do tie in with the other great buildings, the Chicago, the Chicago World Fair, um, seeing a lot of those buildings. Tartarian structures. They're modeled the same. The energy signature is the same. It's just a little denser with the Tartarian structures because Atlantis had fallen at that point. But the, the energy is the same. Do any of these temples from Atlantis remain anywhere on any of the lands in, um, of Earth? I'm seeing domes underwater, seeing some preserved there, protected by the non corrupted dolphin races and marine races we do have we do have some underwater okay thank you okay and then let's see if i have any other questions here about this mm -hmm. anything else you want to tell her about this um lumerian life i know you showed her so much already i see i have hathor coming through a little bit right now would she like to speak she would she's seeing to go back to your question about are there pieces of atlantis still on the earth she's looking across the lands right now and she's showing showing the pyramids she's pointing to the the energy of atlantis is still here it's in the pyramids. It's in the great Tartarian buildings. Some physical pieces of it have survived underwater and been buried in mud floods and all of these other things that have happened. But mostly the energy has 
dissipated and created other structures, our pyramids, our Tartarian buildings. These all contain Atlantean energy. It is still here and it is carried through every incarnation of those that were in Atlantis. The energy has not left. It just changed form and it's time to remember and anchor back into that energy. Thank you. Very important. Yes, explains what I was sensing when she was in that temple. Thank you. Explaining that in detail for us. Was this uh, Hathor or was it her higher self speaking? That was, this is Hathor now. Okay, thank you. It's an honor to be speaking to you. Any other messages you have for us before we speak back to her higher self? I wanted to take a moment to let Adaran know her heart is my temple. She's been working on building this beautiful emerald city, and I am so proud of her for doing that, for harnessing the Divine Mother energy in this way. It's beautiful. She's on the right path. I just wanted her to know that every morning when she's meditating, she feels that I'm there. I am. She's been picking up more crystals lately. She finally got her sapphire, and I'm very excited for her. She is more powerful than she could ever imagine. She still makes herself small, but she's getting better every day. Keep spreading your wings. Keep building your emerald city. Thank you. Thank you, Mother ha Divine Mother Hathor. It's been an honor to speak to you. If I can now speak back to her higher self. Thank you. Mary Magdalene. Thank I'm you, higher self. Such a phenomenal session. Phenomenal. So we are going to now... Um, is it, is it okay if we begin the body scan now, higher self? Yes, please. Okay, beautiful. Let's start scanning her now. And so you said to call forth on Michael, Archangel Michael, St. Germain, and we also have Yeshua. Is is that good? Do we need to call on anyone yeah. else? That's good. Okay, beautiful. Should we call also on Divine Mother Hathor since she was here? Yes, please. Okay, so we're also calling then on Divine Mother Hathor to assist during the body scan as well. Michael, Hathor, Yeshua, and St. Germain. Thank you, everyone. We love you, honor you, and respect you. We are now beginning the body scan in, in connection with the higher self. Let's scan her now. We're scanning her from head to toe. Where would you like to begin at first in her body that needs healing first? Start at the crown. Okay, let's scan the crown now. Let's see, tell me what's within the crown that needs healing. Is that an energy, entity, or technology? It's a blockage. What kind of blockage is it? Energy, entity, or technology? Technological. It looks metallic. Okay, let's go ahead and start directing Phoenix Fire there. Start transmuting that technology there in her crown. Can we do that? Yes. Good. Tell me when did this attach to her, her crown? It's been relieved. Good. Is it gone? Asking Metatr Brother Metatron to gather that in symbols. It's, uh, it's almost as it's like a spider got legs. Okay, so then it's a that, that's like an archon then? Artificial intelligence. Go ahead and contain it in the alchemy symbols. Let me know when it's contained. Contained. Okay. Let's start neutralizing the archon spider thing out of her crown. Can we do that? Good. Phoenix fire as well towards that. And let's start completely eradicating it. And tell me, when did it start? When did that attach there? Uh, it's been a long time. Uh, this happened when she was a child. She was, was still staying with her biological father. It was uh, it was implanted. It was abducted. It was it was implanted. Okay, so during that time she was abducted. Thank you. Let's transmute that and let's start healing that time and space when this abduction began, when when this abduction happened there, and um, transmuting and healing all damage that might have come from this abduction. Can we start working on that now? Good, thank you. Okay, we're 
we're transmuting, eradicating that out of her crown. Anything else that's attached to her from this abduction? It's almost like there's there's less, there's there is more. It's her spine. It goes down down past her third eye. It's almost like a, a centipede. It was a it just goes straight down the back of her neck by her throat and it ends right behind her heart. It's just in, it's like an insect. It looks metallic and there's legs on this one too. We need to remove this. Okay, let's go ahead and contain that with the symbols and let's start. Let me know when it's contained. Okay, let's start. Okay, let's start eradicating now. Eradicating now. The centipede out of her spine or everywhere where it's attached. Her throat chakra. What's going on in her throat chakra? Being a blockage. Okay, was that? Um, it looks like an implant. It almost implant? looks like a chip. It looks okay, like a chip. Implant. Let's start transmuting that from her throat now. Phoenix fire there. We're transmuting it completely. When did that attach to her throat? After her first surgery, she started drinking. She was drinking a lot. She left herself open and it attached to her throat. So it looks like there's also through her intestinal tract, some of these as well. There's a couple throughout the intestinal tract. I'm seeing an open vortex, like a portal or something in her abdomen. It looks like there's entities here. There's entities here. They're able to come in and out through this portal. Let's go ahead and close that dark portal there now. You said where? where is that portal at? Abdomen. Okay, close that now. Let me know when it's closed, Michael. It's closed. Okay, and then are there any other dark portals in her? Scan her deeply. Right through. shoulder. Okay. Right shoulder. Okay, let's close that now. Anywhere else? Base of her spine. Close that now. Let, let me know. There's also one up in her, in between her third eye and her crown. It was underneath the, the attachments that we dealt with. Okay. Not seeing anything after that, though. Okay, good. So let's go ahead and close that dark portal there. Let me know when these are all closed. Beautiful. All right. Uh, Yeshua, Magdalene, Divine Mother Hathor, and Higher Self, you'll be... Who will be healing these areas so let's go ahead and start healing um, all areas where these portals were at the dark portals abdomen right shoulder base spine crown and so on can we go ahead and heal all of those good let's fill that in with love light and let's go ahead and heal all damage and any trauma that they caused by being there can we do that good and tell me when did these portals attach her to these different parts of her body where was it all at the same time or different times all at the same time they were linked to those chains in the uh in the past life with the horse centaur energetically those chains went through to this lifetime and portals were for feeding she carried them through with her she was born with these thank you thank you okay good all right we're healing those times and spaces as well when that happened there thank you let's go ahead and scan her entire body now all entities in her let's find them all where else does she have entities at she's experiencing a lot of tightness in her throat not seeing any type of entity there let's fall because some more phoenix fire there in her throat anything else that's attached here besides the implant we're transmuting anything else not seeing anything else okay so let's further phoenix fire and love like there let me know once that implant is removed from her throat let's keep scanning her are there any other entities in her left ear what kind of entity is that reptilian archon or earthbound moving okay let me know what is it so we can contain it uh, it's reptilian contain it now let me, with the symbols, let me know when it's contained. Contained. Where did you contain it at in the body? Right behind the left ear. All right. Let's keep scanning her. Where else does she have entities at? The one moving in the right shoulder. 
What kind of entity is that? Reptilian. Go ahead. It's reptilian as well. It's reptilian as well. Go ahead and contain it now. Let me know when it's contained. Keep scanning her. Where else does she have entities? Lower right back and left foot. What kind of entity is that? Reptilian archon earthbound. So these are reptilians. They're moving. Okay, find them all. Find all reptilians in her that are moving. Find them all and contain them all. Okay, so you said it was in these were where? Left foot, lower right back, right shoulder, left ear. And it seems like there's a couple in her abdomen right now. In her digestive tract, all of them have been contained, but there's a group of them in her abdomen. Okay, they're all contained. Good. We got all of those. All right. Any other reptilians in her? Did we get them all? That's all of them. Good. Let's check her DNA, see if there's anything attached to her DNA. Are there any negative fractals that are not organically hers? Any negative aliens integrated into her DNA, nano or AI? How does her DNA look? I needs healed from the vaccine she got as a child. Okay, let's start the healing now. Is that like nano or AI or what's healing? Nano. Okay, let's start transmuting, eradicating out that nano from her DNA from the vaccinations. Can we do that higher self? Good. Anything else attached in her DNA? DNA looks beautiful now. Beautiful. Are you complete with the removal of the nano or are you still working on that? Almost done. Okay, we'll get back. Let us know when that's done. Okay, and then while you're working on her DNA, go ahead and deprogram any false belief systems within her DNA. Can we do that higher self? Yes. And then also begin her crystallization as you see fit herself. Okay. The nano's gone out of the DNA. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay. All right. And then, so we're healing all, all her DNA from that infringement of the nano. Thank you. Okay. Now, let's scan her again. Let's see. Are there any other entities in her? Deeply, thoroughly. Look no, inside. She's looking very bright right now. Beautiful. Look inside organic matter. Just make sure that nothing is hiding inside organic matter. Higher self and team. Any other entities hiding? Oh, she looks beautiful. Oh, gorgeous. All right. Thank you. Okay. So um, can you tell me the AI in her um, spine? Has that been removed? That centipede thing? It is gone. Beautiful. Let's fill in her entire spine with love light. Heal any damage it caused by being there. When did that attach there? Surgery. During the surgery, the second, second surgery, the second surgery. Okay, we're healing all of that, not removing it. The first surgery was the one over her crown, and then the second one disattached. And what has it been causing her by being there? Can't focus. She has a lot of self-doubt. She has a harder time connecting and channeling and hearing us. Good. It's made her feel disconnected. Okay, thank you. We're healing all that it's done to her, and we're helping her deprogram that and removing that from her so she no longer has these um, things, um, these infringements. Like I always tell people, it's like um, when you have these doubts, you know, what is it that's causing the doubt? That's not source something else, right? And this, in this perspective, it could be this centipede thing or these other things that we're helping her heal from. Thank you, higher self. Okay, beautiful. Now... Um, so confirming that you're healing the spine, any damage it caused by being there, fill it in with love light. Filling it in now. It looks beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. All right. And how about the crown in her, the archon in her crown? Has that been eradicated out of her crown? That is gone. She is, she's now able to receive all of the energy that she's been asking for. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Let's start healing her crown now. Fill it in with love light. And then what was the... Archon causing her by being there in her crown? Disorientation, dizziness was affecting her vision. She was getting vision spots that was going out, in and out at times. Lots of pain. Her vision should be much better now. Thank you. Let's start healing her vision. Healing her vision. Let's go ahead and heal her dental as well. 
Wanted to know about that crown. Does it have any metal in it, the crown she has? Should she have it removed? We can transmute this. We can heal this. Good. Start removing that metal there in her crown. Transmuting that now. Thank you. Directing Phoenix Fire as well. Okay. And then the implant in her throat, has that been removed from her throat? Has been. Beautiful. Let's fill that in with love light now. And when did that implant attach her to her throat? Attached during her previous marriage. This was also healed by the alcohol accepted not speaking up for herself and allowed the codependency in the relationship to take over and she just lost herself gave it an open to to come in um, we know in that time in that past relationship since he are bringing him up um she had surgery and they did something without her permission she asked they asked that ex ex-partner of her if they can remove her ovaries her tubes um and appendix and they went ahead and removed it without her consent she wants she keeps seeing a boy and a girl and she would love to conceive in the future and uh, we, we were talking about it actually right before we did this um right before she went in session we talked about i was talking to her about showing being shown a vision to tell her that how the chat how the baby is able to grow all their organs in their beginning fetus cultivation that how she is the sense body is able to heal from anything how she could also heal and repair her tubes and ovaries so that she can conceive once more higher self uh, what do you want to say about this when you said this earlier it touched deeply um yeah she's feeling some things now it touched her deeply it gave her clarity and I'll just highlight that now. They're around you because they're showing you what you're capable of doing. Are able to heal just as they, or you are able to heal, you're able to regrow just as they're able to grow into physical existence within you. It all works the same way. You never lose the power. And you do have two children that have been cheering you on this whole time. They want you to know how much they appreciate the healing that you're doing so that they don't have to feel the density and the pain and take on as much to incarnate here. They are so grateful for everything that you are doing right now that they can come in free and crystalline and not have to fight these battles. Instead, they can just anchor in. You are birthing in beautiful organic power by healing yourself that's what i want her to know oh that is the most beautiful thank you <laughs> thank you let's start healing and let's start um repairing and healing and regrowing help giving her the capability and the understanding and the perseverance that she can regrow these parts that they remove from her good and then we're also healing and repairing all parts of her reproductive system so that she may conceive organically divinely in the future when she's meant to hire herself can we do that Good. And she's also had, you know, past um, issues with uh, her menstrual cycle. So while you're doing that, go ahead and heal that as well. And um, endometriosis as well, pain she's had throughout her life. And um, well, actually, it really increased after the surgeries. Um, but yeah, um, so any kind of imbalance there through her PMS, her hormones as well, her endocrine system. Let's heal all of it so that she no longer has this. Go ahead. I do want her to understand. Mm -hmm. I, I am healing. I do want her to understand. Yes, tell her. It's been her body working through these densities. 
and healing in the only way that it knows how to. It's the smarter way for her body to heal. Now that she is taking responsibility and not just now that she's taking responsibility and healing herself, her body won't be having these hardships anymore. It won't need to try to do it itself. So she's going to be feeling much better moving forward as long as she continues to do the internal work every day. Thank you. That's beautiful. So these uh, cysts were there supposedly by the doctors who said that they were there on her uterus wall before all the surgeries. Were they actually there or was it something else? What is this? So the cysts were separate from the endometriosis. The endometriosis was not there. They were telling her that there was something there so that she believed it. And then when she believed it, it got worse. And then when she went under and to surgery, they implanted her, caused her mental fog, caused her more pain. And she just believed that this was something that was happening to her. Therefore, it continued to happen. The endometriosis was created out of what she was told. She chose to believe it. It never existed. The cyst, her body was trying to process density, trying to process these things out. That has been a natural process. And she's experienced this before with other things. And she's recognized that it was a natural process that her body was trying to heal. She just didn't do it with the cyst. Thank you. I herself, let's go ahead and transmute. If there's any residue left from any type of cyst whatsoever from all parts of her, can we do that now? Good. And we're healing and repairing all um, any false information that the doctors gave her that may have caused her this, um, that well, that caused her this harm. Um, or healing all those times the spaces and the fear that they caused all of that so we can completely bring it find it at its root and no longer be any kind of issue going forward can we do that herself as far as also healing for her fear and anxiety and depression and then um yeah the brain fog you mentioned the endometrial pain and the PCOS, the excessive menstruations. Okay. All of those are going to be much better now. Beautiful. Thank you, Herself. All right. And then, okay. So now she has, um, we're healing all that we have talked about so far from its root with love light, source love light. Okay. So now she has reptilians in different parts of the body, left ear, right shoulder, left ear as well. Yeah. Left side of that lower right left shoulder, right ear, abdomen, all reptilians that we contain within her body. Let me speak to them now. Can you help them come up up? Thank you for speaking to us. Love you, honor you, and respect you. May we ask you questions? Thank you. If you could tell me, when was it that you attached to these different parts of her body? Came in through the portals. We've been going in and out of the portals for a long time. Thank you. And are you reptilian consciousness only, or do you have a reptilian body somewhere else? There's consciousness and there's bodies elsewhere. It's a mixture. Some of us are on ships. We travel through whenever we want to. We've had access, so we've just used it. Thank the you. The ones of us that are here now got stuck when you closed the portals. Got it. Thank you. Okay. And then the ones of you who have reptilian bodies, I'd like to speak to the reptilians' bodies now. Let me speak to them now. Hi, yourself and team assisting, speaking to the reptilian bodies now. Greetings. Thank you. Love you, honor you, and respect you. If you could tell us where are you located at, who we're speaking to? We're over the Great Lakes right now. Okay. You're speaking to one of many aboard a ship. Okay, thank you. How many are on the ship with you? 
There's seven others with me, eight total. So let's go ahead. Speaking to all the reptilian bodies, whether they're on ship there or anywhere else that they might be connected to these consciousness in her. Speaking to all of you now, we love you, honor you, and respect you. We're assisting entities like you spread out throughout the universe who are ready to release so that they no longer have to be attached to anyone, creating havoc, siphoning anyone's energy. That system, that inverted system is done. We'd love to assist you now to find that light within you so that you become free you could become sovereign perhaps incarnate somewhere else or go to a healing space would you all allow all reptilian bodies who we're talking to to us allow for us to assist you to find that light within you and spread it to become free can we include our children too they're not with us they're underground they're being used they're being used absolutely we can genetically Thank you. We can definitely include the children. Connect us as the parents yes. to these children. Connect us to all the children that are underground that you are connected to of the of these reptilian children. Thank and you. Thank you. Let's go ahead and allow for them to also spread their light. Are they allowing as well? Yes, they are. Beautiful. Thank you. Um, higher self and team, angelic teams with the higher self, we're helping, assisting all these reptilians, adults and children now to find the light and spread it to all that is them and in their bodies as well as wherever they're at. And then any, how many did they attach to besides her here? Yeshua, how many more did they attach to? There's a lot. Okay. All those that they've attached to? Being quite a few connections. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. A lot. Got it. Okay. Higher self and team Yeshua, everyone who's assisting, go ahead and find all those that higher selves, ask those higher selves if they will allow for us to remove those returning consciousness that are attached to them as well. And whoever says yes, let's go ahead and start that process with those consciousness that are attached to them, those people, and start spreading those the light to those consciousness. And then once all those consciousness are light, bring them back to the reptilian bodies. Let me know once all the reptilians are whole and they're all light. There's hundreds of them. They're all light. They're all floating. Beautiful, beautiful. Are they all light? They're all light. Good, good. Do you all have a message for her before you go? Thank you for remembering our children. Tell us. They have a message for you, too. Oh, beautiful. Let's speak to the children, uh, the Rutilian children who are now positive polarized. Let's speak to them now. What message? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you as well. They said thank you to you. They thank you for saving us. Thank you for continuing to save us. Absolutely. Thank you. We never wanted to cause any pain. We never wanted to cause any pain. We had to. They had our children. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can you tell us, we don't often uh, run into reptilian children, so how were they using your reptilian children? They were using their genetics and implanting them into humans, made humans easier to control when they were born. They used their genetics in the cloning. And then how would they insert those into the children? into the adults children when they were born children are actually i see there's there's domes there's walls and walls and walls of these incubation units the humans are being grown but they're being grown with reptilian genetics placed into them and our children were kept so that their genetics could be used and so that we could be kept in control thank you how many children have we released from earth now we're being used like this. You saved over a hundred of our children. Thank you. And you've removed them from the experiment so they can no longer be used to splice into humans. That is most grand. Thank you. Thank you. Now you positive polarized beings. Um, thank you. Go ahead and go on your journey, healing wherever you're meant to go divinely. Can we call forth on Archangel Azriel now and his legion to ensure their safe passageway? Archangel Azriel. Thank you, Azriel and Legion. We love you, honor you, and respect you. Go ahead and take them divinely where they're meant to go. 
make sure they don't get tricked along the way. Thank you. All right, beautiful. So we're now um, healing all beings who had these reptilian consciousness attached to them. And then can we also provide higher self and team? Can we provide a healing to some of those reptilian children that were being used to infringe upon? Can we provide healing yeah. to those humans that allow, with the higher self's permission, who have had um, infringements through these experiments? Good. Let's go ahead and collectively provide love light healing there now. Can we call on Source to assist during this process as well? Source, love light, Source? Yeah. Beautiful. Let's start doing that now. Thank you, Source, for being here. Okay. Now we're also healing, filling in all parts of her body where these reptilian consciousness were attached. Fill it in with love light now, healing all damage that they caused by being in these areas. Can we do that now? Thank you. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go through my list, make sure I'm not missing anything here. Mm -hmm. Can we confirm that there are no other negative technologies in her any hooks rods metals nothing else in her she's feeling a lot right now the, the, the children really got her a little bit mm -hmm. very very uh, very beautiful she, she's always been worried about that thank you now she knows why yeah mm -hmm. can we confirm she's clear yes. beautiful she is clear thank you how about any negative cords does she have any attached i'm seeing quite a few where are they attaching her like along the sides of her Spine up into right below her ears. Okay. And who's attached to those negative cords? I'm uh, seeing some from her past relationship, her past marriage, and some from her past relationship with another individual who was very, very dark. Those can be relieved. There are also quite a few born from guilt. Mm -hmm. Quite a few born from guilt. So those can go, okay. those can be healed now. Okay, Archangel Michael, go ahead and cut all those negative cords now. Let me know once they're all cut. And let's start healing all trauma that they cause. Can we do that now? Okay, Michael, let me know when they're Beautiful, thank you. Thank you, Kenjo Michael. Okay, and then we're healing. Thank you. All right, and then so additional, any additional dental healing, go ahead and do that. And any vision repair healing as well. And higher self, can we age regress her? How many years can we age regress her? We can take her back to 33, 4 four years good start the process now and then can we heal and balance all her chakras making sure none are blocked or misaligned yeshua and, and higher self and then also activating her third eye and um, her abilities opening up her third eye further and expanding her heart and healing her auric field can we do all this for her now thank you and then uh archangel michael can you scan her soul are there any fractured soul pieces missing how does her soul look having a hard time with clarity right now okay higher self team help her sense and feel is there a fracture soul pieces miss a uh, piece missing from her soul is there a piece missing help her sense feel no very clearly it feels incomplete okay can we scan her home and land for any dark portals are there any dark portals in her home and her land it does seem like there's something out towards the back in the woods okay archangel michael there's a portal can you close that dark portal there, Archangel Michael? Let me know when it's closed. Can we confirm there are no other dark portals in her home and her land? It was just that one. Good, good. Thank you. So, um, Archangel Michael and team, can you scan her soul? How many fractured soul pieces is she missing? Hey, Archangel Michael, go ahead and find those three. Let me know when you have them all. I have them. Wonderful. Go ahead and hand them over to the higher self and Yeshua and team so that they can start healing and Divine Mother Hathor, start healing and repairing those fractured soul pieces. Once they're whole and they're all healed, go ahead and make her soul whole once more. Can we do all that? Beautiful. Thank you. And Archangel Michael, when did those fracture off of her soul? One was when she 
was fed upon as the horse person. Another one happened in Atlantis. Another one happened when she was going through the integration process. She had to she had to sacrifice it. Mm-hmm. Good. Let's start healing those times and spaces now. Thank you. Okay. And then, all right, I'll let you work on that. Are there any negative contracts we need to remove higher self? No negative contract. Beautiful. And can we, with in combination, all of you in combination with source, can we delete all inverted timelines? Higher self, do we have permission for that? Good. Start that process now. Higher self and team source and source. And then we're also healing all current life trauma and past life trauma. Can we do that for her? Beautiful. Thank you. While you can um, complete that. Okay. Now, can higher self, can you confirm that her body scan has been complete and she's all clear and organic? And organic. Yeah, I know. There's something else, Missy? She looks complete. She looks clear. Good. She's chakras she, are clear. Beautiful. Can you confirm that we set her up for her most organic timeline higher self? Beautiful. Thank you. I, uh-huh. Go ahead. Yes, I can confirm. Okay. If there's anything else we're missing, go ahead and clear it. Thank you. And then uh, she wants more clarity as far as her life path that relates to um, why she's here and how she could needs to be utilizing her current job to step into her life purpose. Her position as a stepping stone gives her the financial means to heal herself, to learn, to obtain the property that she's on. But it is short-lived. I need her to know that this is not something she's going to be doing her entire life. It is a means to an end. It's giving her what she needs in order to step into more of a healing modality. Her specialty is focused on the land, water. She knows this. That's why she just went to Hawking Hills this past weekend. It's why I gifted her with Lemurian crystals when she was there. She's very tied into Mother Earth, very tied into Mother Earth. Her focus is going to be more so healing the animals. She will be able to heal her family and keep her household safe. But she's moving more towards working with Mother Earth to heal. And this job that's setting her up to be able to make that happen while maintaining her security in this physical realm. Beautiful. Thank you, Herself. It also lives in Ohio. We're wondering if we could provide some healing for the the toxics that went into the air and the waters um, in the area of Ohio. Can we do that now, Higher Self and Source and Team? Luvia. Veluvia. Let's heal all the and, waters. And Luvia, which is water. Yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> water. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, we can do that. Go ahead. Thank you. Killing all those waters now. There's been multiple also, like, explosions. Um, there's a nuclear plant. There's all these different things that are being hidden from the news. And uh, there was, like, a semi-truck explosion with hazardous chemicals, too, maybe a couple of days ago. Uh, can we start healing all of this? And can we provide love, light, healing for anyone who would like to assist in the collective whenever these negative inverted situations happen with, you know, who's doing them, that we heal them with um, the aid of the elements, the dragons, and our higher self-expressions? Yes, it is very important, very important for people to remember where our attention goes, energy flows. If we hear these events and we get afraid and angry, or we react emotionally, it just feeds it and it manifests it into something that's bigger. If we simply just love and heal and focus 
on the water, on the elements, loving, unconditional energy around us. These things no longer manifest in the extremes that they're manifesting in. We are that powerful. Yes, beautiful. Same with the chemtrails. Um, they've been and all the fake snow and uh, the chemtrails. So all those metals they're trying to drop on us. So um, yeah. So may we all collectively continue to focus on transmuting this, these inversions. Thank you, higher self and team. Okay. Now, uh, let's see what else here. She wants to know, can she discover any aspects of her star ancestry she needs to be aware of to benefit this incarnation? You showed her a lot today. Anything else she needs to know? She does not need anything else at this time. There will be a time in the future where she's going to be ready for some more timelines. But she needs to embody where she's at right now for a while before we go there. Beautiful. Thank you, higher self. And then I know we already worked on the third eye, but she wanted to make sure that her visualization, her hearing to her higher self is heightened now. Okay. She wants to gain more confidence in her abilities. Thank you. No longer feeling blocked there. Thank you. Now, um, okay. She says she wants to know what's the reason she felt drawn. She feels like her property was a gift for her. Um, are there any selenites, crystals underground, portals, Sasquatch nearby? What can you tell her about the place she's at? We closed the negative portal. The reason it was there, because there is a positive portal, not on her property, but it's accessible from her property. She's seen it. She's seen it. It's a standing rock on its side. It's not big enough to walk through, but it is big enough to walk through. She tried to get close to it one day, and she, no matter what direction she came in at, it was almost like time bent in on itself. Her frequency wasn't right. She needs to be at a higher frequency before she can interact with it. And it is being guarded by Sasquatch on the property. And they are working to raise the frequency here as well. It's the energy she's picking up on. She's picking up on crystalline energy and she's calling it selenite. But it really is the Sasquatch and the portal on the property that they're guarding. She's picking up on their crystalline energy. Phenomenal. We humbly thank those beautiful Sasquatch doing work there. Now she's in the um, area of the Great Lakes. So once more, sending healing to all that. Thank you. She wants to know who is her soul family? How, she, how can she strengthen her communication with them? She met her soul family through the Blue Centaur people twice now. She resonates with Blue. She has she has connections with the Arcturians. She communicates with them regularly. It's really a Blue energy that she that is her source family. It's a royal Blue energy frequency, but it's manifested physically as Arcturian and these Blue Centaur people. Physically, she's embodied the Blue Centaur people, so she's going to relate to that form. It is all the same. It is a Blue source frequency that is her source family beautiful and i think that connects to the indigo she wanted to know what type of indigo was she she knows she knows she's an indigo three she's felt the fallen aspects that she's been transmuting it scares her at times she knows it just gave her confidence and validation to hear it thank you she's doing a wonderful job of transmuting those fallen aspects that she took on come on due to her guilt and we've healed that now Good. Start doing a phenomenal job. And then she wants to know, is she a healer? What healing modality should she focus on? She's asking this question based off of what she has to work with in her vernacular. She's asking if she should go into or hypnosis or Asara healing or any of these other modalities that she's been learning about. My advice to her is that she focuses on the energy, the feeling. She needs to feel into it. She's 
physically acting through aura hypnosis, it aligns with her energies really well. She needs to look at that strongly. But she knows now that we've spoken to it in regards to the property, that she is meant to heal Mother Earth. She's got deep ties to the inner Earth. She needs to feel into that and do the grid work, help heal Mother Earth. She needs to travel. She needs to find a way to travel so that she can heal and anchor in different parts of the planet. Yes. Thank you, higher self. Most beautiful. Oh, wow. Just phenomenal session. So that would be very powerful if she became, especially an aura hypnosis healer. But yeah, I agree with you. It's all about the feeling, higher self. Thank you. How does it feel? Now, she also wants to know, is she's aware she's a walk-in? What does this process look like for her? Is there anything she needs to know, do about it? Needs to stay the course. She's afraid. She's afraid that I'm going to step in and that she's going to disappear. Part of that was because she didn't understand who her soul family was. She felt like she was going to get dumped out into an abyss. That's never going to happen. Needs to be herself. We are one. She's not going anywhere. We're healing. We're merging. We're becoming one. We already are. We just need to get rid of these densities. She's not going anywhere. She doesn't have to do anything other than what she's doing already. She needs to stay the course and she needs to not be afraid. Thank you, higher self. Provide her with support for that and healing to get her through that. Thank you. As far as can you give her a highlight on what she needs to do to prioritize with her, her focus first? It's hard for her right now. She feels pulled between very different directions. Days feel shorter. To stay the course with learning every day, maintaining her practice every day, she needs to learn more about shielding. Using more symbols, she incorporated a lot more after her Akashic Record reading, and it's been beautiful to see. Needs to work more with symbols, more with mathematics, more with music. Needs to make time for music. She used to play the violin. She needs to make time. These are the ways that she can incorporate these energies and embody them more here. She needs to play music. Beautiful. Thank you, Higher Self. At this point, we've asked all her questions. We conducted the body scan. Can you confirm, higher self, that we have asked all the questions? Is there anything else that I could have asked that I haven't? In this time and space, there is nothing else that needs to be shared or asked. Thank you. What a phenomenal session, higher self. All right, higher self, are we complete with her session today? We are. Thank you, sister. Thank you. You came to her when she needed you most. You held space, and it is beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank she you as well. breathe. All right. Thank you, higher self. Can you confirm we set her up for her most organic timeline today? Now, I want to thank all who assisted today. Archangel Michael, Metatron, ha Divine Mother Hathor, Yeshua, St. Germain, uh, Mary Magdalene as well. Thank who is you. Thank you, a beautiful higher self. As you know, you're very special in my heart. And um, thank you, everyone. We love you, honor you, and respect you. Thank you.